Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Welcome into a wonderful Truth or Fiction Tuesday edition of uh, Critical Thinking with me, Andrew Coppins, and he, Pat Oni. And if you can't tell by my smile, if you're listening via podcast, uh, I'm done with this week, Pat. I'm just done. Are, are, are you on one today? You, you, look like you're, you look like you're about ready to bounce off the walls. And well, I, I'm I'm curious because like I I, I know that's the, you know what your mug says, but I'm pretty sure you're drinking coffee. And um, Irish coffee, maybe a little bit. Of, yeah, but I was gonna say maybe with a little bit of an Irish twist, but but you're you're definitely drinking coffee. You're bouncing off the walls. I, I'm just. I wish am I, I really could be bouncing off the walls, or I'm am I just fed up? I think it's probably a little bit of both. But I, I, I kind of just want to be there for the crash later. I'm just fed up, Pat. That's that's. I'm not bouncing off the walls. This is not me bouncing off the walls in any way, shape, or form. Are, are you sure? Because that's what it looks like. I'm just... I, I can't even with this week, and it's Tuesday. So we have a lot to get to on a Truth or Fiction Tuesday. Uh, uh-huh. We're going to talk Rick Scott's um, Rescue America plan and uh, point seven being fair, fraud-free elections. Say that three times fast. <clears throat> and, um, of course, we've got a lot to get into uh, on the Truth or Fiction Tuesday. We're going to talk Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, talking our friends to the north in Canada land, a.k.a. Canada. Um, and then in the afterthought, Pat, what do we have coming up for folks in the afterthought? Uh, we're actually going to be talking about an article from Reason. Um, Must libertarians care more about the state and that philosophy? 
Yeah, most libertarians care about more than the state. Oh, yeah, more than, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Key, key phrase there, key phrase. But we're yeah. going to be talking about kind of the um, fork in the road of libertarianism, if you will, um, mm -hmm. in the afterthought, which you can subscribe to over at criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. And from now until the end of this month, so till now until the last day of March, use the promo code NEWERA and you will get one month from the day that you sign up to participate for free. After that, $2 a month or $20 for the annual subscription over at criticalthinking.locals.com. And if you're watching on Rumble, it's really, really simple. Click the Locals Join button or the link in the description or right above the description of the video on the Rumble page. And if you are uh, watching or listening via podcast, the link is in the podcast descriptions. Use the promo code NEWERA to receive one month for free. Check out what the afterthought is about. We have a lot of stuff that, that we are working on behind the scenes, and we're not sure how we're going to are we putting it behind the paywall? What are we going to be doing? But author interviews and the book club is something that we are going to be offering for uh, the live streaming. Um, we're going to be testing that out on Locals as well over the coming months. So uh, be on the lookout for that. You're going to get a lot of extras from us for your $2 a month. Now, having said all of that, Pat, I, there's a reason I can't even with this week already. Why? Just out of curiosity, why? The Biden crime family. I, I I just can't with these people. What what happened now? Well, remember how we were told um, that if you dared to suggest that um, Hunter Biden had corrupt dealings in Ukraine, in Russia, in China, and that Joe Biden was personally going to benefit from them. Um, you would go to Twitter jail for good. You would be blackballed from the media. You couldn't speak of that, right? You, you couldn't pot not just not true, just totally untrue. So uh, unverified so false claims. Remember how Twitter took the New York Post who made the that bombshell claim mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. you know actual freaking evidence behind mm -hmm, him. Mm -hmm. Remember how they made that claim and and um were promptly banned for a very long time on Twitter until Twitter went, oh, you know what? We probably should do that to, I don't know, um, a newspaper. Well, um, don't you know, uh, Andrew Coppins, out of the last couple of years, it takes about six to 18 months, roughly. I'm going to go six to 24 months, roughly, for uh, conspiracy theorists to be um, become truth sayers. Well, <clears throat> remember that story. Remember it, right? I, I do. I do remember it. Well, on Friday, the New York Times released a piece. And on about 24 paragraphs into this long, glowing piece of about Hunter Biden. Yeah. And how he's such a charitable individual and how he overcame the tax burden and and all of this stuff, right? Yeah. The New York Times admits all of it was true. 
to, to let me let me just clarify. So so this isn't the New York Post that, no. that came out with the all story. the news that's the fit York to print. Times. I'm sorry, what? All the news that's fit to print, right? All this is the nation's paper of record, if you will. So but over the last year and well, last what? Not even six months now. Because this was October of 2020. Uh, well, no, 18 months ago. Because this yeah. was October of 2020. Mm-hmm. What you talking about, Willis? What, what, what took you so long? I, 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 this is why I can't even, okay? You spent, you at the New York Times, you at CNN, you at MSNBC, especially Joy Reid, especially that Rachel Mann, I mean, Maddow. You mean Stephen Aries' brother? Right, Stephen Aries' brother. Yeah, yeah right. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, if you're not watching Defenders Live, you should. You can check it out on their Rumble page. Um, and uh, you should do that every single Monday through Friday starting at, uh, is it 8 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m.? Uh, or eight, I'm sorry, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. Correct. Uh, two hours, by the way. Um, you'll you'll get the second hour if you are a uh, defender, which I am, by the way. But anyway, um, that's our plug for Stephen and Dylan. Go check out Defenders Live, um, where they just roast the news of the day and, and, and give some insightful commentary from time to time. <laughs> but... This is why I can't even with this week, okay? They spent the better part of 18 to 20 months here, right? Gaslighting the entire world. Meanwhile, trying to tell us that Don Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, all of those individuals were super corrupt. They had all these foreign dealings, right? And that was gonna that was gonna compromise the United States of America, right? Right. And then when somebody dared to say, "What about Hunter?" and they had the goods, not rumors, the goods. You gaslit. Everybody, you banned them, you shunned them, you labeled them conspiracy theorists. For something that actually is really dangerous to our national interests and security. Because it's not just Hunter Biden. The allegation And the reason why all of this was important from the very get-go was that Hunter Biden was doing business at the behest of his father and that his father was having funds set aside for him to, quote-unquote, avoid a conflict of interest, right? So that it looked as if this was just Hunter Biden doing dealings. Never mind the fact that Hunter Biden magically got on a plane with his father in 2013, right? Which is part of the allegations of, of, uh, of what's contained in these emails. 
that he gets on a plane with his dad. He gets on Air Force Two with his dad, right? Goes to China. And magically, within two weeks, has a company formed and is doing business with some of the largest energy providers in China. Pat, do you, do, do you by chance know how hard it is to get a business license as an American in freaking China? Uh, I don't, but I'm going to imagine that it's fairly difficult. I'll give you a hint. It takes probably 12 months, not 12 weeks. Gotcha, gotcha. Or let so, alone 12 days. So, I mean, are, are, we, are we suggesting that this is likely a shell company? Yes. Okay. Of which we have record and documented proof that money was actually going to Joe Biden through this shell company, right? There's this magical 10% of the millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Joe Biden is going absolutely senile at this point. Do you see the problem, America? This isn't just a problem. Truth or fiction, Pat. This is not yeah. just a problem of Joe Biden being senile. This is a problem of a media who is complicit in covering up national security issues. This is an issue of a media who isn't just on the side of, but now doing the bidding of a corrupt oligarchy. They're not even, uh, hey, same team, bro, right? Same team, so we're not going to friendly fire on you. They are actively participating in the cover-up. They are active participants in the process. Truth or fiction? Truth. It has to be truth. I mean, you had the New York Post that came out with this story back in, what, 2020? October of 2020, because, you know, uh, we can't believe this last hour of bombshell. Well, yeah, and then and then now you've got the New York Times that dropped a bombshell over the weekend, pretty much admitting everything the New York Post ever said. So, yeah, no, you, you do have a media that's com absolutely complicit in all of this crap that we have seen from, from Joe and Hunter Biden over the last few years. Yep. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. The only way that, that that would be fiction is if other other media outlets, including the New York Times, including MSNBC, including CNN, actually covered this damn story the entire time. But they didn't do that. Nope, they didn't. In fact, I still don't think you can find that. <laughs> Oh great! What what's going on, Pat? What what the what the hell um, is going on? Um. Well, see the uh, apparently '90s wrestling called. They want their theme song back. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. 
not just the world economy in the world it occurs every three or four generations as one of them, as the uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946 and uh, since then we established a liberal world order and that hadn't happened in a long while a lot of people died but nowhere near the chaos and now is a time when things are shifting we're going to there's going to be a new world order out there and we've got to lead it and we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it so anyway it's just just what do you understand why the corruption why the payments why the potential to lord those things over hunter joe biden's brother and joe biden matter do you understand it now do you understand why i'm a little fired up on this tuesday why i can't even and by the way pat i'm gonna let you go there because i need to a little bit yeah um so i i actually don't understand why you're fired up on on this truth or fiction tuesday could you possibly maybe explain it to me all again? Go to <laughs> hell. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you to the Amityville Horror House, and you must spend the Why? night there. N- hell no. No, you I don't have a choice that now. Place on the pole. That that's see, but that's what that's the problem here, Pat. That's that's the level of angst I have right now. I just, I just. By the way, uh, just just for the folks at home, um, Andrew Coppin sort of uh, watched History's Mysteries last night, and it happened to do with the uh, Amityville Horror, and uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, um, I, I needed a palate cleanser after that because that was so. I'm usually okay with ghosts. Um, you know, shows and things like that. Like I'm not, nope. I can totally do it. Nope. This one, nope. it was the ghost boy picture. And I was like, Nope, I'm done. Nope. Cause wow. Not, but anywho, anywho, um, do please, please tell me you and the listening audience understand. I, please tell me I don't have to go over this. Why these two stories matter. But more importantly, Pat, Truth or fiction? The left's new claim of, well, they took this out of context is totally bogus. What context could we have taken out of this? What, What misrepresentation could we possibly have about what Joe Biden just said? Truth or fiction, the media is is complicit in all of this. And there's nothing to take out out of context here. Uh, again, that, that that's got to be truth. It, the only way this could ever be fiction at this point is if they had been covering this story for the last year and a half or longer. Um, but they haven't been doing that. Again. I'm pretty sure you go to CNN right now, and this isn't a thing over there because it wasn't before. So, do you remember the term that we would be that we were looking up? 
Um, we, we, we also looked up uh, Tony Bobolinsky. Um, I think that was a big part of it. <clears throat> yep. Still doesn't exist, even though he is literally the person who provided all the proof you needed. Right. Authenticated emails. That, by the way, like, I think about a year ago this time, Hunter admitted to. Yeah. What What's happened out of all of this? Now, now that the New York Times is... is officially broken this story so therefore now it must be true because you have your own side basically admitting all the truth of this on the 24th paragraph of a flowery piece by the way just right just a, right just, just a small burying the lead right so so my my question is wh what's going to come of this is anything going to happen is anybody going to be held accountable is anybody going to be questioned is anybody going to be brought before congress to testify because you know had this been the Trump administration, he would be facing his like fifth or sixth impeachment by now. Now, so what at, at what point are we going to apply the same standards? Right, it's right. never going to happen. And I and I totally agree with you, but I I, I want to get away from the Hunter Biden story and talk about what Joe Biden just said in front of the world. Oh, how he openly admitted that there's a new world war coming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that he supports that new world order. Yep. So even though the new world order is bad for the country, but anyway, um, what have we been telling you that this war in Ukraine is really about? Why we are interested in providing aid as far as we can without actually giving up the jig and and starting to physically fight. Well, I mean, it, it, this is about a new world order. It's also about different kinds of fascism at play. Right. Because in order for that to happen, right, this concept of a new world order, this is mm -hmm. not a new world order per se. This is a overarching term. But we have seen it within the World Economic Forum, right? The Great Reset. Right. It's about reordering the world, if you will, so a new world order. But it's about, quote unquote, reimagining capitalism and making it not really capitalism, making it stakeholder capitalism, a.k.a. state and business together. And we have talked about this almost ad nauseum, Pat. When you marry the state and business together, this is the only concrete definition of fascism that you could ever come up with. This isn't socialism. Socialism is the state owning all the means of production. Okay? Stakeholder capitalism is the state, because it has a stake, partnering, quote-unquote, with private business and the, the other people, the stakeholders, the the. You know, the ESG score, that's where that comes into play and, and all this other stuff, right? It is literal fascism because now who becomes the biggest stakeholder? Well, we the people. And who represents the people, Pat? The state. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about Wisconsin or Illinois 
or Utah or pick a state, right? I'm talking the state. And with the World Economic Forum, it's not Russia, the United States. It is the state. It is international fascism. Sure, the United States might still exist. Sure, Belgium might still exist or France might still exist, right? But you're all following the same rules and all of your companies are run the same way because it's a for the common good of the international community. So what we heard from the left, if you watched on Twitter yesterday, Pat, and if you watched in left-wing media, is that this is totally taken out of context and he doesn't mean a new world order in some like conspiracy theorist way. Okay, so then what does he mean? That's my... I have never once gotten an answer from anybody in the left when I've asked that question. Then what, what did he actually mean? If you claim to believe that he didn't mean a reordering of our society in a different form, then what does he mean? Alternatively, if he didn't mean that, it would also then have to mean what? He is lying to the American public or a third theory is out there. These are the machinations of an absolutely insane individual. A man who is so cognitively declined that he is hallucinating and speaking those delusions and hallucinations out into the world. All of them are bad, right, Pat? All of them are not good. There's actually another, another potential option there. Oh, no. That he has absolutely no idea what he's saying. Abs- oh, you're right. That's my point, though. It's hallucinations and delusions, right? And he right. doesn't know that he's speaking those things. He thinks he's speaking things that are reality, right? Right. But he doesn't know that he's not speaking anything. So, if it, so, to my friends on the left, okay, to all the socialists, the DSA people, to all the uh, the social anarchists, right. To all of the Antifa folks, why are you not opposing this? You're anti-fascist, right? Oh, you're anti-societal fascism. You love yourself some economic fascism. Interessante. Interessante, I do say. By the way... um Loving loving one type of fascism will end up with all other kinds of fascism eventually. Yeah, because, Just I mean, all you have to do is look at Mussolini and mm-hmm. what uh, what he did, right? And that's why right. it's the only way that you can define fascism is the marrying of the state and private life together. Yep. Because there are so many other machinations that happened with Mussolini, that happened with... <clears throat> excuse me, with um, Austria, by the way, that happened with uh, Germany. France had a form of economic fascism, by the way. There was a lot of fascism going around in the 1920s and 30s. But it's, it, it never had a 
defined political objective because its goal wasn't necessarily political in nature. It was societal, cultural, and economic in nature. And all of those things meant different things to different countries and different societies, right? But again, to every single person on the left, which one of these three things is the truth then? If if what he spoke is not true, if what he spoke is just some conspiracy theory, right? Oh, or taken out of context. Okay, fine. Then put the context in for me. What what machination of that term isn't bad for America? Alternatively, if you believe that he just misspoke, what's the what? What is he speaking on? It, otherwise, he's a hallucinating moron, or. Somebody wrote something down for him and he has no clue. All three of them are bad. He's either a liar, completely and utterly insane, or so cognitively declined that he's just Anchorman. And I don't know if any of them are good for the quote-unquote leader of the free world. And furthermore, if we have a reordering of our economy in a new world order, are we the leader of a free world? No. There's no such thing as freedom anymore. Because if you don't have economic freedom, you have no other freedoms. None. I don't understand how people don't get this concept. Because if they can control how you spend money, where you can spend money, when you can spend money your banking abilities, your ability to capitalize yourself, your ability to use your God-given talents in a way that you see fit, you have no freedom. You have none. I, I, I don't understand. That's why I can't even with this week. We literally just watched the president of the United States of America tell us, shh, um, we're, we're, we're not going to be a capitalist society anymore. Do you see the media screaming to the high heavens? Where are they saying, oh, hell no. Now, I will say this. To the Hunter Biden story, Pat, I will give some reporters credit. I will give some reporters credit because some reporters have been trying to hold the people like Jen Psaki or Joe Biden himself or other individuals who made comments about this just being a bogus story to account. And what do we see Jen Psaki and the like do? That's something for the Department of Justice. That's something for here. That's a, and I'm not asking you about your political opinion. You made a private statement about this. What do you believe about it now? Notice how they aren't twisting themselves into the mass of pretzels out there. No, because it, once they do that, it makes matters worse. And so they're going to deflect and, uh, and well, really just deflect because it, it's for them, it's a form of denial. If, if they can deflect it and keep deflecting it, they never have to talk about it and it'll eventually get swept under the rug. Totally agree with you, Pat. Um, but um, there's another reason why I can't even with this week and I'm done. I'm just freaking Done. Wait, hold on a minute. There's more of why you're done with this week than the Hunter 
and Joe Biden story. It's more than that. Because if you believe that the <clears throat> New World Order <clears throat> story is just a bunch of hooey, what if I told you, Pat, that our friends to the Great White North um, provide us further proof that everything is upside down, inside out, backwards, and total bullshit? What if I told you that those people um, provide us more proof of this? I mean, have we not been paying attention to recent events up there? I, I think that that's true. Now, if you've been paying attention earlier, you might have caught a glimpse of something that is coming your way right now. Well, what if I told you that um, our friends at the Toronto Star provided us with um, <clears throat> a breakdown of um, how should Canada respond to the Ukraine invasion? People who are vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Hold on a minute. Back the truck up for just a second. This is this is a poll that is about Russia, Ukraine, between the vaccinated and unvaccinated. Mm. I don't know if this is how this is broken down. I have a theory. I have a theory, Pat. But why does it say vaccinated versus unvaccinated? Mm. So hear me out. Okay. So remember, correlation doesn't mean causation, right? Right. It's one of my two hard and fast truths about data. Okay. Uh-huh. Correlation is not causation. In fact, in my um, private life right now, I, I'm working through this with a couple of data analysts to figure out if a, a data point that I've been looking at makes sense. In fact, I'm reaching out to the and talking to the chief economist of the National Association of Realtors about this. Uh, I don't know how anybody hasn't caught this in the past, but hey, uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, and and there's a reason why I tell that story, because we're trying to figure out if it's correlation is causation or not. Because if it is causation or if it's a thing that's relatable, it is an absolute game changer for how we look at data in real estate. But I have a theory as to how this was put together, Pat. Okay. So how do most polls go? Have you ever been subject to a uh, a telephone survey, if you will? Yeah. Uh, in okay. fact, I used to do telephone surveys in college. Okay. So what do you know about them? You know probably three things. Mm -hmm. the, they have a point that they're trying to get across, right? Right. They're supposed to be random. Right. And... They include multiple ways of asking the same question, right? Right. And almost all of them will ask some sort of demographic questions as well. Okay. And they'll also ask very, like, they might ask 20 questions in that survey. Right. right? And there's a mm -hmm. list. Boom, 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 that you have to ask, right? Right. Okay. What if, what would you do if there's a poll about Ukraine? Right. And they they ask all of those questions. Let me put this poll back up for you. They ask about uh, imposing tougher economic sanctions, um, uh, seizing the assets of Russian oligarchs, right? Cutting off the shipments. Do you believe that we should do X, Y, Z, right? I'm sure this is exactly how they asked it, right? Mm -hmm. Then what if they also asked vaccination status? 
What if they also I, I, asked as part of your um, demographic breakdown, right? Your age, right. your race, your all of those things, right? So, so I have a question. Why does that matter in terms of what they're asking for this survey? Why does your vaccination versus unvaccination status matter? Thank you. Thank you, Pat. So truth or fiction, there is no correlation nor causation between these two, except to do what? Expose how many people are unvaccinated. To, again, shame those who are unvaccinated, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Now, in Canada, what percentage of the population is unvaccinated? Probably 15% at most. Something. I mean, it, it, 20%? the vast majority of their population is vaccinated. So. The vast, just like it is here, by the way. The right. vast majority of our population has been at least double jabbed. Right. Um, this is insane. Because the goal of this is to make the people who are in the unvaccinated category look as if they don't know what they're talking about or that they support Putin, right? Because the vast majority of them say none of the above. So they don't want to impose tougher sanctions. They want to see they don't want to seize the assets. They don't want to cut off oil shipments. They don't want to send additional military equipment. They don't want to provide loans and non-military aid to the Ukraine. They don't want to provide Ukraine with fighter jets, right? They don't want to dispatch military forces to the Ukraine, to Ukraine. But why is the Toronto Star doing this? So this is the example of how you get methodology or you get a outcome from nothing, right? This was a poll that was strictly produced to do this, right? This was absolutely 100% something they were hoping to find, right? So they asked all of these innocent, benign questions, right? And notice how many people responded yes. Several. It, it Again, in the poll, the lowest percentage is dispatching military forces to the Ukraine at 30%. Mm -hmm. Everything else is above 50 freaking percent. Everything. Everything. So, Pat, the point of that is to say 50% of everybody who responded to this poll said XYZ. That's likely what happened here. 80% said something this way. 80% said something this way. It could have been, in all actuality, 90 to 97% of the poll's respondents said yes to everything until we got further and further down the line of sending troops in and military, right? Right. Also, if you look at this too, um, if you go to the unvaccinated side, it says 52% says none of the above, right? Mm -hmm. So couldn't you make the same deduction about, oh, well, r roughly 50% said yes to everything, and another 50% said no. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Because what okay. you're doing is you're breaking down that subset of people, right? 
Right. So what likely happened here, Pat, and you've probably seen this methodology, they ask all of these questions, right? All of these Ukrainian right. questions. But up front, they've asked all the demographic questions, right? Because that's always how these polls go. They ask the demographics first. And then... They, oh, it's backwards. But anyway, yeah, I should say it's backwards. Excuse me. They, ask, they, they do this at the, bo- at the bottom, right? Right. Then what they did when they got the results and they, sh- they, they showed this crazy breakdown, right? Mm-hmm. There was no there there. There was no there there. All this does is try to further shame these individuals. And maybe it's because these individuals, and hear me out on this, Pat, because I'm pretty much there. I don't know what the truth on the ground is there. And there are no good guys. None. There have been no good guys in any of this. So as we look at this, what this was is probably they saw huge numbers, 90 plus percent of everybody. Because you notice that it's 15% support this. Okay, so add that into the 90 or 87%, right? Not, you're over 90%. 90% of Canadians support this. But what did you try to do? Then demographically shape out the, the fringes. See, these are just the fringe people of our society. And then I want to bring you to or bring this to your attention. Um, a um, senator from Canada in Ontario, Donna Dasco, uh, Toronto specifically, took a picture of people protesting about the World Economic Forum. Communism, um, Trudeau, pro-freedom, right? Right. It had this to say. These loud marchers today in downtown Toronto remind me of the occupiers of Ottawa that I saw last month against vaccine mandates, against Chinese communists, against the World Economic Forum, anti-Trudeau, demanding freedom and more. So let me get this straight. Protesting against communism, protesting for freedom, protesting against authoritarians like Trudeau, that's bad. Do you see what they're doing to you? They're not just gaslighting you. You're now bad if you're pro-freedom. You're now bad if you believe that fascistic, authoritarian... Even communists are bad. You're on the wrong side if you believe that. So why would they pull this part of the polling and use it? It is all in an attempt to shame you. It is all in an attempt to make you look like the enemy. To make you look like the bad guy. For daring to say, you know what, I don't know. And until I do know, or until we have some more education about what's going on, I don't want any part of this. Is that a radical concept? Apparently in Canada, you must be pro-Ukraine. 
Meanwhile, we just told you yesterday about what? The banning of and illegal, illegality of political dissent, the nationalization of media in Ukraine? I, I just... <sighs> Basically, all of this data that we just went through, it, it's not data. It's a propaganda piece. To paint a to paint a particular picture on on a few given issues, it's taking it's taking two pieces of information that have nothing to do with each other, mm -hmm. and making you look and making it look like they do. I mean, th I, I've seen it thousands and thousands of times. Even when you're pulling, you know, data from the back end of of company information, right? Mm -hmm. but these two things might look similar like hey this business has a lot of quote-unquote um issues it turns out they really don't and when you start digging into the actual data right right it's just disproportionate because you're getting these phone calls right or you're getting these responses back but holy crap they're they're parking 500 people and you get 10 responses that seems exorbitant but it's less than one tenth of one percent Right? Is that really a problem? This is by definition using data to create propaganda. And this is very much garbage data in, garbage data out. And these are the people who will tell you that being against vaccine mandating, not against the quote unquote vaccine, but against the mandates. If you protest against communism, the World Economic Forum, if you protest against your government, and if you demand freedom, you're a bad guy. Oh, I need a wusa moment, Pat. I need a wusa yeah. moment. And with that, Pat, I think it's time for us to play the B or not the B here. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, today's headline is Heterosexuality was invented in 1934. Heterosexuality was invented in 1934. And of course, thank you to each and every single one of you while you're thinking about this, by the way, Pat. Uh, each and every single one of you who have helped uh, Dave and his wife, Faith, and their dog. Um, his camper is now upright. That, that, that's a plus. Um, but we are over the $15,000 mark again. So I thank each and every one of you uh, <clears throat> that have donated. And if you have not and, and you're getting paid and you can afford 10 bucks, five bucks, 30, 50, 500, whatever you can afford, help a great <clears throat> small businessman recover his business and his life. Um, we can't thank Dave enough for the support that he's given us in our journey. And then right after um, we began our journey uh, away from Mojo Five O Radio. Um, maybe it's a sign. A tornado just rips his house apart. Um, but he um, he has been very gracious to us and been in contact with us, and we're hoping to have him on at some point in the next week or so. Um, just dealing with you know insurance and getting all the the basics together have been way more important. Well, Pat, do you need the headline one more time? Yeah, one more time. Heterosexuality was invented in 1934. See, 
I, I know that that's not true, which makes me want to go to the Babylon Bee. But I also feel like you're trying to trick me. Because that, that's a very vague headline. <clears throat> Final answer. We need it, Pat. I, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with not to be because something just seems fishy about this. Okay. And no, I'm not sure. You went with whom? Not to be. You would be correct. Yes, we won one hundred dollars of Dominic Izzo's money. This is not to be because the full correct. headline is according to the BBC, heterosexuality was invented in nineteen thirty four. <clears throat> you're kidding well yes it says here that the line between heterosexuality and homosexuality isn't just blurry as some take kinsey's research to imply it's an invention a myth and an outdated one <sighs> okay 100 years ago people had a very different idea of what it means to be heterosexual Understanding that shift in thinking can tell us a lot about fluid sexual identities today, argues Brandon Ambrosino. Of course, this is all about making something that is literally a chemical imbalance in the brain, not just normalized, but literally a thing we should be accepting, and more importantly, Totally normal biologically. I, I have no words. I have no words. Oh, I'm not done. Because oh. it says here, according to the BBC, the 1901 Dorland's Medical Dictionary defined heterosexuality as an abnormal or perverted appetite toward the opposite sex. More than two decades later, in 1923, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary similarly defined it as a morbid sexual passion for one of the opposite sex. It wasn't until 1934 that heterosexuality was graced with the meaning that we're familiar, familiar with today, a manifestation of sexual passion for one of the opposite sex, normal sexuality. I mean, where have we heard a specific words definition change here over the last few years, Pat? I mean, I think we we have in, in several places, right? Dep depends on on the day and how you're using said words. But um, I mean, gender would be one. Yep. Um, also, mm -hmm. what's a vaccine? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another good one. But mm -hmm. it continues because, in other words, sexual instinct contains something like a hardwired reproductive aim, an aim that is present even if those engaged in quote-unquote normal sex aren't aware of it. What? Yes! What? It is actually hardwired. That is the point. It is literally the point. In fact, it's the only point. Sure, there's other things that give pleasure and all this other stuff, right? But that, in its basic form, that is the only function of this. 
And it's something that is hardwired in almost every human being. But Jonathan Ned Katz, in The Invention of Heterosexuality, notes the impact of Kraft Ebbing's move. Placing the reproductive aside in the unconscious, Kraft Ebbing created a small, obscure space in which a new pleasure norm began to grow. Yep, exactly. It's all about pleasure. It's all about gratification, right? We have turned what is actually a biological reality, right? We're animals, okay? We are actual animals biologically. Look around the globe. The whole point of sexuality is reproductive in nature, and it's hardwired in every single form of mammals, of... Of life. Of life. Every form. Lions, tigers, bears, oh my. It is literally the point of the male and female. It, it, it's almost like a just good because chunk you of wanted society. to define it one way versus another a hundred plus years ago doesn't make that definition right. We've got a lot of terms that meant a lot of things a hundred years ago that were totally ass backwards. It's almost like our society needs to have the birds and the bees conversation again. Yep. 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 Now, with that all having been said, Pat, I, I think we're done for today. I, th I think we're done. Do you have another story you want to get to, though? I mean, unless you want to do the Rick Scott thing. We can save that for tomorrow if we need to. Let's save that for tomorrow because we're going to have a whole lot of WTF to get to. So we'll do mm -hmm. a double dose of the Rick Scott tomorrow. Um, but what do we have coming up on the aftermath? I mean, the afterthought. Keep calling after it the thought. aftermath. It's the afterthought. Uh, it, again, it's the uh, Reason article. Most libertarians care about more than the state. Yes. We're going to talk about um, the divergent... Um, era that we're in when it comes to libertarianism. Um, I think it's a very interesting thought piece. So check us out, criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. Use the promo code new era. And until we see you on the afterthought or tomorrow, your final thoughts, Pat. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And let's go, Brandon. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. And as always, Matthew 547. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.